existing, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, writing, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live, it's the way that we live. And I Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Reese. And this is To to Ellen Ellen Back, Generation Generation Q. To Ellen Back is an autostraddle podcast where Reese and Carly are usually recapping the original L word, but right now we're recapping the L word Generation Q. Except I'm here. Yes, because Annalisa is still gone for the holidays, Mm -hmm. but she'll be back next week, so don't you worry. And I'm sure she will have some leftover thoughts about some of the stuff that happens this week because it's quite an episode. It is quite an episode. I just want to say that Drew just got off an airplane and came straight here. I did. It is late at night, and I just spent a week being pretty drunk in New York City. I spent Um, a week being pretty sober on my couch. In Los Angeles. Uh But I did see cats. You did see cats? Yeah. How was that? Bad. I have no interest. good. I mean, it was fine as a film. The film was bad. Cool. But... Tom Hooper's a terrible director, so... Um, and it's badness. Well, you know, what Tom Hooper didn't direct? Uh, the L Word, Generation Q. Who episode did 104. It? That would be Steph Green, oh. who directed the first episode of uh, this show we're talking about. Oh, cool. Yeah. And during this last week, I actually caught up on Watchmen and watched the episode she directed, and it's really good. Wow. So there you go. Good job, Steph Green. Good job, Steph Green. And um, name. what? Steph is a gay name? Steph, yes. And it was written by Melody Derlichon, who wrote for Cougar Town and a show called Future Man. Did wow, we, Future Man, huh? Did, did we say what it's called? Did we say what the episode is called? The episode is called LA Times. Which I think has two meanings. <laughs> it does? Well, oh, Times? Like it's actual Times that we have in LA? Yeah, I think... LA I mean, Times? We'll, I think we'll get that's into this. I, that's what I do most of the time. I'm always... People are like, what have you been doing this week? And I'm like, just LA Times. No, but I think that like... The way this episode ends, I would describe as like, you know, if I was, if yeah, if I was like, if I was telling that that story to like some friends in New York, they'd be like, is living in LA just like living in the L word? And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, we have those LA times. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but. Well, you're going to say it. I'm going to make you a t-shirt. Great. Thank you. For Hanukkah. You're running running out of, and by the time this, I should know. I should know too. We're both Jewish. Anyway. Okay. So. Should we should we start talking yeah, about this episode? Let's get into it. Great. Um, well, once again, we start with aerial shots. This mm-hmm. time of downtown. Yeah, they're like office buildings. Yeah. So we know something professional is gonna happen. Except that what's professionally mm. happening <laughs> is that Pet and Felicity are ordering room service in oh. a hotel. Is there anything better than room service breakfast with someone you had really good sex with all night? There literally is nothing better. That I don't know for me would be that every over and over. I again. don't think I've ever ordered room service after. Well, I guess in like when I had partners, but I've never had like a tryst in a hotel ever. Maybe definitely not one where I could afford room service. I mean, I, I you know what I mean, like not where that would be something I would do. But it's like a good goal, I think, like a twenty twenty goal. You know who can't afford room service? Who? Bet Porter. Yes. Basically, I think Felicity just just like talking about how she wishes she could go back 20 years and meet Bet then, which would have been like before Bet met Tina. So there would have been no L word. 
It's like in Back to the Future when the face rubs out in the picture. That would be Tina's little face going, no more Tina. I don't think we're complaining about this. (laughs) I think like if Felicity had been original Tina, well, I don't know about Felicity yet because she's still She seems so much younger than Bat for Mm. some reason. You know what I mean? She's like, isn't, is she at all younger? She must be. Yeah. But then Bat's like, I wouldn't want to be 20 again. We learned that she was a musical theater minor. Yeah, at Howard. Yeah. And dated a boy named Leonard. Yes. And the L word is reusing names again. The L word cannot stop. Phyllis's husband. Oh, yeah, sure. I didn't remember that actually. Yeah. Um, but she says that she would perform monologues that she wrote about Leonard's sister, which is an interesting. You know, I don't know. I guess like that's what that's when you're a musical theater minor, you um, write monologues. So, <laughs> so you know, that's like a fun little thing. Um, Jennifer Beals looks great under a sheet. She does. And it's like they sort of start talking about like the status of their relationship. And Beth's like, I just want to keep doing this. And you're like, okay, I still don't. I mean, we sort of get more details throughout this episode. We'll get into, but I'm like, their relationship is still just a little bit um, underdeveloped. Maybe one might say. Yeah. If you agree with that. Um, And then there's, then they start making out. Yes. And so then we go to the credits and the song is stay over by Tovlo. So, and then, we go to Shane having sex mm-hmm. with Kiara in, in a dream. In a dream. Yeah. The, her dream has great lighting. It really does. And That's she, how my dreams are. Do your, your dreams not have good lighting? Um, I don't know. My most recent dream that I remember was about Max. Right. I remember you, yeah. you tweeted I tweeted about, about yeah. it. God, it was intense, you know? It didn't have good lighting. Um, No, the lighting was pretty good. I mean, we were all over the place, me and Max, like all sure. over it. And I don't know. It was a lot. Like, he was just very... I can't get into it. We have to talk about this show, uh-huh. uh, which is fine and uh shane wakes up from her sex dream and has like a million text messages from important people yes so first angie is wishing uncle shane a happy birthday then helena is sending love from england um then Angel shelley is not busy helena needs to come back i think helena is a very likely person to come back I think Helen is going to bring come her back. back. Why not? And they can well, do anything they want with her. Was, I have money, and now yeah. Shane has money. So what's she going to do now? They, well, they can be friends. Build a bigger house. I mean, I think that's She's actually how the house. real world works. I think people with money are friends. Oh with yeah, people that's with right. Money. They're going to like let's go to Vail together. Yeah, totally. Is that like what people did in the nineties? Is that still is that a rich people thing going to Vail? That sounds like a rich people thing. I went to private school, so I had a lot of rich friends who are like always going to Vail. Mm. Did you ever get invited? Uh, for some reason, I was not invited. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Let's see who else texted. Alice texted HBD, exclamation point, exclamation point, with a bunch of old lady emojis. And also, like, Beth texted, and I don't know why they texted. They're going to see her later. And a text from Tina, and then a text from Floyd. Yeah. First of all, this is bananas. Shane does not have a friend named Floyd. <laughs> I was really hoping that you being like the L word expert was going to be like, well, actually Floyd is a real character that was introduced in season five. <laughs> Absolutely episode. not. Al- okay. Although actually, er, that may have been the name of the guy who worked at the hair salon with her in the first season, oh. but probably not. No one has said the name Floyd, Floyd since in a long 1955. Time. Well, then, <laughs> you know, except for Shane's friend, Floyd. Yeah. something to note is that Kiara has not texted. We see the last message. Right. Um, which, you know, is also, it's like, it's pretty early in the morning, though, because like Kiara has a whole day to, I mean, we know what happens, but like she could text. I don't know. I just had a birthday 
a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like when I woke up, I had like a million texts. I mean, I was on the East Coast, so like it's a little bit mm-hmm. different. But like it's interesting that literally everybody who would be sending a text yeah. texted. And you know, they, they just love Shane that much. They do. Um, And so then we go to Finley and Rebecca in bed. Basically, this episode starts with everybody in bed mm-hmm. and we just get to check in on yeah, them. Yeah, extra large morning time. Mm-hmm. And basically, Rebecca's like, are you going to ever get over this religion thing? And Finley's like, "Uh, I don't know about that. And then also, Becca invites Finley to dinner. And so she has like real feelings for She's basically being like, I actually like you. So if you're not if you're not able to like be okay with me, like I need to stop this because like I, I like you too much. Right. But luckily, Finley is like, stay by the bell. So she doesn't have to get into it too deeply. Instead, she's going to pick up a Harry and David basket. For Shane. Correct. Um, and it's and from eat Alice, all the summer sausage. It's from Allison Bet. Yeah. it's uh, That's usually what my close friends <laughs> give me, right? Summer sausage. I just like assume with Generation Q and with like the older cast members that like when they do things that make no sense, I'm like, oh, that's just what rich people do. I mean, my mom sends me those things, but that's because I'm not rich. Like mm. you send the, those. I feel I mean, I know that that's probably isn't true. I hope that we get emails about it. I hope we get 10,000 emails about the topic of hearing David baskets. But like. I'm sure that they are to some, there's a demographic for which they're like a gourmet gift. And there's mm-hmm. like a demographic, which is mine, where it's just like, you can't really afford to buy yourself all the food that you would like to buy yourself. Mm-hmm. So we're going to buy you food, mm-hmm. you know, like it's what your mom sends you because she knows that like, you know, you're not rich. Maybe but like they, if you're already rich, yeah. that's, I don't think you send a gift basket. What no. if they found out that Finley was buying groceries from the dollar store and decided, mm-hmm. well, let's send like a few nice little things, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, Finley, who just told Rebecca that she's going to a party that night, somehow doesn't know it's Shane's birthday. Mm-mm. But Shane's like, yeah, I'm 40. This is 40. Like the film. Great movie. Right. Um, but I don't know. I really like that, like, Shane has just accepted that Finley lives there now. Can I tell you that I saw the stills for this episode ahead of time? You know, they have mm-hmm. the, the episode stills that they release, and it had Finley standing you know, by Shane's bed, mm-hmm. holding a box of stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, I guess that Finley's going to be moving out this episode with her box of stuff. But no. And then she walked in with fucking Gouda. What a, what and a I gift. was like, oh, thank God, because I don't want this bit to end. No, I love but it. also it turns out that they've been in Finley's bedroom all the time. They've been hooking up in that one color of sheets. Mm. How does Finley have a bed and sheets in Shane's guest room that she didn't even want to buy her? Listen, Doesn't it's fine. Matter. We're going to go. What happens next? Um, then we go to Sophie and Danny in bed. We continue. Mm, right. And but Danny's like, got to go on a run. Yes. And then Finley gets to their place and starts chugging almond milk, which I thought was very funny. And disgusting. Yes. And like Sophie's like, Danny's doing her distant thing and then asks about Rebecca. And Finley says that like when she thinks about Rebecca, like her stomach gets all swirly. Yeah. She's pregnant. <laughs> it's the only, only explanation. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Twilight? Um, I've seen the first Twilight. Okay, well, the final film, I I don't know which one it was. It was terrible. It was the most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life. But she- Kristen Stewart, who we all know is gay, is dating a vampire. Sure. And they have sex one time, and then she has, like, a vampire baby inside of her, and, like, she gets pregnant. It's after- like a good vampire. And she, and everyone's like, not everyone, I don't remember, but she won't get an abortion because whatever, Twilight is, like, Mormon. Right. And so she has this like de- like vampire baby 
Like she gets pregnant and then she's showing like two days later mm. because vampires grow really fast. I, I don't remember the plot specifically, but I was at a yeah. twilight themed hotel with my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And so we, and that was the only film that no one else in the hotel had already yeah. checked out that night. Got it. I mean, I don't think people care that much about Twilight. Like, you know, it doesn't right. really have like super fans or anything. So I don't yeah. think anyone's going to like correct you <laughs> if you say something wrong. You know, I think it'd be okay. You guys, I, I don't remember it very well. I just remember being disturbed. Feel, I was like, this is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. How is this so popular? How, so many people have seen this film. It's Wait, is that the only one you've seen? You haven't seen like the other ones? No, I saw the ones with the where they were, they were in a field. I don't, um, I'm, and Dakota I, Fanning was in it. Well, so so either we're saying Finley is pregnant with a vampire baby, uh-huh. or I think Sophie's guess was that she's in love, yeah. which I don't know. I think is possible. Yeah. But I like your theory, you know. Thanks. I want more vampires. That was one of my wishes for Gen Q. Right. So, and then we go to Alice, Bet, and Shane having some birthday coffee. Yeah. Do you know what coffee shop that is? Yeah, I do. It's called Kettle Black. It's in, it's not a coffee shop actually, Oh. but they made it look like one for I was convinced. It's a restaurant. Mm. I mean, they did order food, but they didn't finish it, I don't think, to, mm. if we're being honest. They never finish their food in this show. It's such a tragedy. So much food People going to waste. Money. Yeah. Shane says she only wants to celebrate her birthday with the two of them. Yeah. And So then we know she's going to have a surprise party. That's yeah, what which, we know, right? I mean, that is on television how it goes. <laughs> if you want to have a birthday party, though, don't count on your friends to throw it for you when Mm-mm. you say you don't want one. Right. Because most people in the real world, I think, respect that. And then Alice is teasing Bet about, like, not having had sex in a long time. What was – what? Bet just had a very public affair. Well, it, yeah, but it was a while ago. I, I know, but Alice is like, what? How long has it been? A year? Yeah, I don't know what. what? I don't know how that works. I don't know when was Felicity. When was that supposed to have happened? Drew, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna guess that this does not add up. I think it might not. Well, but I think what, if we plot out this timeline, we might end up on. But, okay, uh, have you ever we like, might end up in Quantum Leap? I feel like maybe Alice show. is like talking about like a like a more like a. Mm, like a metaphorical year? No. Like, like no, but like, you, have you ever like not had sex for like a couple months and you're like, wow, I think it's been a year and your friends are like, it's been a couple months. Or, I mean, I've never had it go the opposite way where friends are like, you haven't had sex in a year and you're like, no, it's been a couple yeah, months. I like, that's like sort of. Anyone who has ever said that to me. Anyway, um, Shane is like, you're dressed like a peep. Well, also, Shane. Alice. Well, because Alice is like preparing for, the, for her like, LA, LA Times, Times, which is when I knew this was going to be a special episode because then I knew Robin Romer was going to be in it. Mm. <gasps> and I was so excited. Well, we'll get there. Okay. But I mean, what's left in this scene? Let's I think. No, up. no. Okay. But I think what's important <laughs> in this scene is that Shane obviously knows that Bet and Felicity are still hooking up. You're right. And it's like this really, it's like Shane this really great knows. moment where like, you're like, oh, Shane. And it's like, feels like a nice callback to the original series where you're like, Shane always just fucking knows. Shane, Shane knows when like knows. Alice and Dana are hooking up. Like Shane knows what, like Shane just always knows. Uh, Shane teases Alice about her outfit and her backpack. Mm-hmm. But like, backpacks, her backpack rules. Backpacks are like totally gay culture. Yeah, they are. Also, it's, they're efficient and they're better for your body than carrying like a shoulder bag. I carry... I always have a backpack. I bring backpacks to nightclubs. Nightclubs. What? <laughs> I go to one one club a month. To gay astrology. Uh-huh. You bring backpack. I've actually, I don't know if I've seen you bring a backpack to gay astrology. No, I haven't. To gay astrology, I just put anywhere I can get away with a backpack, I bring it. Cool. That's important. And so then Shane takes them to Dana's. Dana's. Shane's like, okay, open your eyes. And they're all wearing sunglasses. I'm like, this was a choice. 
they are all wearing sunglasses. And then they say that before taking right. a selfie that they only need to have their sunglasses on. This, this adds up to the vampire yes. thing. Okay, but yep. why is it called Dana's and not Jenny's? Because everyone except me hates Jenny. But not Shane. That's true. Like, Dana gets a bike ride and a bar. Like, I just feel like we should spread the love <laughs> Whoa, a little. Uh, Dana like, was a celebrity. Yeah, but Dana was also, Dana was, okay, Dana was worse than Jenny. I know, Dana was so biphobic and Dana, so transphobic. Yeah, like, Jenny she was killed funny. dogs, but like, she, <laughs> Jenny killed but dogs. But she, like, it felt like it was coming from a, a disturbed place, uh-huh. not from Dana's just, like, rich girl ignorance. Or internalized. I know, I know, I'm being harsh, <laughs> she's dead, I don't need to speak ill of the dead, but it just feels like. You know like, what it should have been called? Is, is Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> What a perfect solution. Oh or Jana's. Um, Jana's. No, it should have been called Jenny and Dana because that's a ship that never sailed. There was a flashback to their one day. They danced, sure, in the tool shed. And then also because then it would have been like, this is a lesbian bar. It's, it oh, has the wait, name really of good two idea. incredibly famous dead lesbians. That's a great idea. <gasps> I mean, I think Jenny, like, yeah, Dana was a tennis player, but like Dana was not the first lesbian tennis player. But I think Jenny may have been the first lesbian writer to have her book picked up for a movie and then mm. hired to write and direct it without any questions. You know what they should have called the bar hmm. was uh, Bennigan's. Is that your final name that you want it to be? It is. Great. Anyway, I cried. Um, I That's fine. I wasn't, I'm just, I didn't I cry. Think, I, I, I teared up. I think I just like, it's, I knew this was coming because it's in the trailer. Like you can right. see it in the trailer if you pause at the right moment. Yeah, which um, we all did. Yeah, sure. Um, But, so I'm not trying to be like, I think it's really sweet. I just think that like, if they're going to be like, Jenny committed suicide. Yeah. Like, you have to own that as, like, she still was in their friend group yeah, and she right. meant a lot to Shane. Um. So then they go inside and... Lena like, is immediately extra. She has, like, one face and it is a bad face. I don't like it. Not Mercedes Mason. I just like, like, yeah. like the Lena face when she sees Shane. And Tess notices, which is the first time Did this Did you they had, like, a butch delivering... Boxes of alcohol. I, I did notice that. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what's your name? Yeah. Oh, they're, eh. No, they're not a person. She's gone now. Um, also, Tess is wearing like an orange, like, sh- what yeah. is, it's like. Everyone's on it. It's like on mesh, but week. it's like sort of see-through and she's like wearing a lace bra. It's a, it's a it's choice. A it's, it's a, a choice. choice. Which, you know. And Lena and Shane go into the back and it's, it's like, it's, ew, ugh, stop no it. So then we go to like a press event with Bet. All right. Oh God, I felt um, this scene so hard. And. Basically, like. Bet has Felicity's phone, and so Danny basically like in, in, like implies that she knows and volunteers to go sort it out, and yeah. like she's firm, but like she's obviously not like encouraging, but she's firm. But like this this particular things shortly go off the rails. Yeah. But in this scene, I was like, wow, this is this felt authentic. Yeah, to me I because so. I feel like it's something I've experienced before, like as a boss, where I've had to have someone who worked for me do something to like assist me through something that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's really sucks anyway i felt this scene really hard it's i think those are the moments of life when you are reckoning with yourself really where you're like Mm -hmm. this feels awful i don't want to keep i don't want to do this to people you know what i mean yeah um Uh, felicity's phone has her and her husband as the wallpaper yeah it should be like a picture of uh like like Ashley Benson and Cara Delavigne. i would support that over this picture and also why so she's still with her husband and like, and they're like still together. Yeah. And she still is like pretending enough that it she has a picture. It could have been a picture of me. 
It, it could have been a picture been. of Carol. It could have been anything. It could have been the this. to Ellen back logo. It could have been Danny's high waisted pants that she's wearing in this scene. Yeah, it could have been just the word phone, 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 phone yeah. over and over again. Instead, it's that guy. No one wants to look at that guy's face. She's no. never going to call anyone. Terrible. Um, also, just one last thing about this scene is Bet's campaign slogan is passion, progress, porter, which is yikes yeah um okay so then we go to alice's where she's being photographed by the robin prime. romer robin yes. is married to carly who is the to ellen back co-host but robin's also been my friend as well independently of carly you know we have mm-hmm. separate friendships sure. all of us here um but anyway robin's a photographer and um an actress as of clearly yeah uh, and an event planner and uh, producer, and she's really great. And she's in this episode. I totally forgot about this. Like, I knew it. Like, I had known this. And then yeah. I saw it. And I was like, oh, my God. Right. It was exciting. So Robin Romer is photographing mm-hmm. Alice for the LA Times story. And the LA Times writer thinks that Alice and Gigi are the couple, mm-hmm. not Alice and Nat. And uh, I'm going to say fair. Yes. And then she asks Nat, like, how they have a work-life balance and that says they don't right which i don't know if you're like going through some problems in your relationship like don't tell the la times maybe. oh i totally would you would yeah it's good you have to be real because people ask me that a lot somehow this question always gets edited out when people do publish the interviews uh-huh. maybe people are like what's a daily a day in your life like and i'm like listen yeah. to this bullshit because you have to be honest people but don't you think it's like up to alice to answer that and not yeah, like that's Nat true. to step yeah. in yeah, that's true. I guess like Alice doesn't think that they have an issue though, which is a whole other issue. Right. Everyone is wearing great colors that pop. It's true. I'll tell you what. I just think that maybe Alice and Nat shouldn't be a couple. Maybe. Crazy. So then we go to Danny getting into a car with Felicity and she this is gold Felicity. Which is insane. <laughs> and I say this as an insane person. This is so inappropriate it is highly inappropriate i mean this is is my conflict throughout this entire episode is that i think danny is at her best and her hottest when she's like taking control and like owning a situation but everything she does with this situation is bonkers yeah like just give your boss's mistress her phone your boss it your boss also your new boss also your new very powerful and and not just your new boss danny like you Invented this job and then asked to be hired for it. Yeah. And now you're like yelling at this at Felicity American I mean, Girl. I think it's like the same energy that got her the job is what's oh leading to this slightly unhinged behavior. I can't believe it. And Felicity's like, how many marriages have you failed out? And I'm like, good question. You know? Yeah. Well, we might get one. Anyway, um, so basically Danny is really mean to Felicity. Yeah. And it's, I don't think that's her place. No, I don't think so either. Um, so then we go to Alice's where she's prepping to interview Jeff Milner, who is Beth's opponent. And I guess now big I have get to know his get, now get, I have to know his big, name. Big get for the Alice show. Yeah. The, the guy running for mayor of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Usually when I turn on the Ellen show, <laughs> I'm like, I hope there's a mayor, a potential mayor from a city in on it who doesn't have a sex scandal. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, you got to get both sides, right? Right. It's a really important thing about the daytime talk show. Especially a a national program, you know, like a pro like because people in people in Montana right now are like, wait, who's running for mayor of Los Angeles? (laughs) And like, where does he stand on the issues? Mm -hmm. You know, Um, so Owen comes in with notes that are like bad, bad. Um, And there's like a whole little like funny because like the interviewer is outside Mm -hmm. through the window. And so like 
Sophie and Alice and Owen are trying to have a conversation about. But they have to smile the whole time. Yeah. It's cute. It is cute. And then like Finley comes in and like Owen asks for coffee and she's not getting it. And it's, yeah. it's a really nice dynamic. Yeah. Everyone's comedy dynamics here were on point. Um, at the end of the scene, Sophie reminds Alice that like it's her show and her mm-hmm. name. And I just I hope that the show explores the show being Gen Q explores the experience for Sophie being the one whose responsibility is to like be the moral conscience of Mm. the Alice show. And like Alice obviously like wants to be political and wants the show to like live up to her ideals. But I, I don't know. I've definitely had an experience where like I'm the most marginalized person in Mm -hmm. a room like that. And it's like, Oh, like this means something to me in a way it doesn't to you. I mean, obviously like Alice is still like a queer woman, but like I think, the energy is like, Alice wants to do this. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but there's more of a like, because it's what's right. And whereas Sophie's like, no, 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 we are like going into people's homes with these messages. And like, this is like important and this actually matters. And that can be really exhausting to have to be the one in the office to do that. I know. Yeah, it can be. And like, it's hard to make television, but it's like still to have to be that when you aren't in charge is like, can be really hard. So I hope they get into that instead of Sophie just being like the like. Well, it's interesting because I think that Someone does have to do that job to some degree. Like oh. any anyone who's in charge of a show or something, like it shouldn't all be on one person. But yeah. like I think that the job of the person who is like sort of helps that person like uh, steer their ideas in the right direction. Yeah. I think that's like that's an important job for someone to fill. So totally. it's that weird dynamic between like, do you want someone to fill it who's going to feel they have to represent or well, it's not necessarily you know I mean? it's not necessarily a bad thing as much as like I just hope that the show like l- spends yeah, some time yeah. with like what that because I feel like so yeah, far like we haven't I don't know I would like to see more of like what like that's like for Sophie yeah as opposed to it just being like well it's like her role and she's like Alice's sidekick who makes mm-hmm. sure that she does the right thing you yeah know? I hope so too because when I think that they're doing a lot of the relationship stuff which will keep talking about is like I am so confused (laughs) but I do think that they're getting into like workplace stuff in a much Mm -hmm. more interesting way than they have before and maybe this is because now I'm like an elder dyke sitting on my robo singing to the moon like a wolf but I think that (laughs) I don't know a lot of that stuff was really interesting to me sure no I as a as I guess a not elder dyke I also find it interesting and Owen can sit on a knife yes Okay, so now we go to, <laughs> sorry, I have to cough because this is so ridiculous. Bet and Danny have a little conversation. And, oh my God. okay, so Danny's just like yelling at her. Yeah. And, and like even brings, it's like, I, if you knew the strain on my, like, I haven't talked to my fiance. <laughs> like, and, again, you, you created yeah, this job and she's asked like, and for I would it. love to do this for you because I believe in you. But if you're not going to live up to yeah. whatever, but it's and like, that's, but those are completely fair ways to feel like they honestly yeah, are. It's, sure. it's fair for like, for Beth's employee to feel like she wants to be sure that she's standing up for something she believes in. Yeah. However, the way that she, she everything just, she says, in this conversation and the way that she approaches it, like she needs to say this stuff to Beth, but like, not like this. No. Like she should. She also she's in charge of PR. So like it's her job. And like I think it's completely fair for her to be like, you know, I want I want to be standing up for someone I believe in. However, this is so inappropriate. The way she's saying it is very inappropriate. Yeah. You don't yell at your boss. I mean, your boss shouldn't yell at you either. No yeah. one should be yelling at work. Yeah. I, <laughs> I will I, yell I will say at work 
that right now. I just yelled. That's okay. You're on a podcast. I'm, yeah, we I'm yelling you about to, not yelling. Yeah, so it's you're not yelling at me. Out, I would, right? I would appreciate if you didn't yell at Thrill. me on this podcast. <laughs> um, which you, I don't know if you're going to. But the next thing I say, which is that like I acknowledge that this scene is insane, but it's the first time, to be honest, that I've understood all of the people commenting that they want Danny and Bet to have mm. sex. Before this, I've been like, where are you getting that from? Except that like you think they're both hot and like good for you. I'm like a bet Alice shipper. So right. like, you know, you don't have to have any like grounds to have feelings, you know. Mm. But this was the first time where I was like, oh, yeah, I could see this. Mm. I would enjoy it. I think I think because it's just always fun to watch like someone challenge bet in this way because she gets challenged so rarely. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it should not be like this. Mm-mm. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe like down the line i wouldn't be close to it anyways the crazy thing or not the crazy thing the <laughs> like of so many the important thing i guess that happens is then she's like tell me why you're running like oh why would you know like it like escalates yeah. after this long buildup of half this season and she says that kit died of a heroin overdose danny does not lynch nope <laughs> she knew she knew like we knew she's been readying herself for this moment for a month just like the rest of us have i hate this I hate, I hate this it. so much. And yeah, I, you can't kill a sexual assault survivor and a recovering addict. There's just, it's so, I just, it's, I don't know. This will, this, are they just being like, hey, Laurel, if you're never coming back to this show, we're going to fucking murder you. <laughs> I mean. Karina I, Lombard, look the fuck out. I think so. Everyone's on the chopping block. Yeah. It's truly, there's as much death on the L word as like, on like, on like American Horror Story. <laughs> You're just like, oh, okay, cool. So someone else died. I know. Except they don't come back to life, whereas on that show they sometimes do. And it's like, it's a bummer. And bet now her mom is dead. Her dad is dead. Her sister is dead. Her wife left her. Some let Just let her, like, I want to do a speech and be like, just let Bet have her Felicity thing. True. You know? True. Do you realize everyone has died or left in this woman's life? Do you realize that? Do any of you realize that? So then, um, so yeah, that but, happens. But that like, says yeah. that like Felicity was like there for her through. So like that's yeah. why they have a bond. I don't I know don't how know. I feel about that. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, Alice is interviewing Jeff Milner, and she says Who shit. Cares? So what? What channel is she on? ABC Family. But Freeform. she says shit. I don't know. Anyways, it just was interesting because I'm just like trying to figure out like who, because like people keep being like Alice is Ellen, but she's like not quite. She's like Mm-mm. gay Chelsea Handler. No, Ellen would never interview a war criminal of this stature. She likes to go bigger. <laughs> this is so dumb. I, I can't talk about, let's just fast forward. He says he has a, he had a pony. Well, no, no, no. The only thing that I think is, is like worth noting is that like the LA Times reporter is like, wow, she doesn't like let him get away with anything. And it's like, the only thing she does is like ask him if he's a feminist and then like talk about she, Harriet Tubman being asked, a fair he feminist. He has an animal. He had an animal he named Harriet Tubman. And her question about that is, do you think Harriet Tubman was a feminist? So I actually don't think Alice is actually that good at this job. She was terrible. The LA Times reporter who's like, yeah, isn't she just amazing? I'm this like, so, no. And also, like, Sophie earlier yeah. said, ask about the diversity of his campaign yeah. staff. Yeah. Even that seems like a more logical next step mm-hmm. than was Harriet Tubman a feminist? It's terrible. I'm sorry. This scene is no, bananas. On. Okay. Um. Whew. So then we go to Danny getting into the bathtub with Sophie. This scene was also bananas, but it's cute though. Wait, wait, I wait. loved everyone's bodies <laughs> being out and all the sexiness and stuff. What? Why was it ridiculous in your opinion? Sophie's like, hey, we haven't hung out in so long and you're distant. I miss you. And Danny's like, when I met you, you had a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, sure. I understand. That- 
Sophie has an issue. Danny yeah. has a concern. Yeah. This this issue and this concern don't match okay. up. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's, okay. It, I was. You don't do backflips for this. I'm not girl. doing backflips. I just think that like she's saying that I'm. Once the proposal happens, she's like feeling fear that Sophie's gonna leave her, which is ridiculous considering like why. But I also I like it. it like tracked to me. No, because no. it's not true. Well, no, I mean, I don't She's think She's being distant because she doesn't like talking about her feelings and she feels like right. Sophie I'm not keeps saying, having I think them. Danny's wrong, but right. I think she is wrong in a way that's realistic. Also, can we just talk about the fact that they met at Akbar? <laughs> like, okay, if there are any queer women or non-binary people who met their significant other at Akbar, which is a gay I bar a, in... I did go to Akbar and hook up with someone that I met at Akbar. That's, that's really impressive. I mean, like... It happens. Actually, well, I didn't meet her. I already knew her, but we saw each other at Akbar. Okay. I mean, like, I'm not saying it never happens. This is the reason I'm saying this is because it's like primarily cis gay men. Right. I don't know. I th- I thought this scene was sort of like I like obviously like Danny has some issues, but I thought it was sort of sweet and like I liked Sophie being like I always want to hang out with you. Like I don't know. Yeah. No, I thought it was sweet and cute, but I don't think that this. I don't think it was um, made sense the way that the argument Fair proceeded. Enough. They start making out. It's hot. If yeah. you think it's love, Viking princess is playing. Oh, they also like exchange like she gives to her grandmother's. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And then we go to Bet smoking with Shane, which (laughs) is really fun. Smoking weed. And Bet's just like high and rambling about like how people fuck up and it's true. And yeah, uh, Shane is comforting Bet and it's also like you fucked Felicity, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Um, And then Bet quotes Kit saying, love the life you live and live the life you love, Uh which I'm pretty sure Kit said that once. Yeah, she said it in she at said the it in, casino night. She said in the episode that I filled in as host. And <laughs> yeah, because like, she was because she was a, her son came and it was a whole thing. I just feel like that's a that that bothered me much more than the previous scene. Where I was like, <laughs> you're pulling a lot. Like you don't have actual access to six seasons you know, of Tina, the L word. Tina was a florist. What? Tina, she's picked up oh, beautiful yes. flowers. Yes, she did. We also um, learned that Shane and Kiara are divorcing because Shane doesn't want to have kids or specifically doesn't want to like raise Kiara's kids while she's on tour. Yeah. Which is a but, surprise because Shane loves Shay so much. Yeah. And Shane didn't say this to Alice when Alice was like asking about kids the uh-huh. other, like a few episodes ago. But she did say she never convinced me in a way that made it seem like that was an so. ex- issue. It's interesting that she didn't open up to Alice. Mm-hmm. Also, like when Bet was talking about... Um, about like fucking up and they're like mm-hmm. sort of commiserating about being the fuck ups. I, I was like what you said earlier, like I was like literally everyone you know has died. Like just fuck whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Which she kind of said she was like, I, I couldn't break up with her like during it because if I had done that, like then everything, I don't remember the exact phrase, mm-hmm. but she basically was like, fuck, like I have no fucking idea what I would have done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and she wouldn't have. Yeah. She's lost. I mean, I, I have. I don't think they're gonna get into this, but she's lost so much. It's really brutal. Yeah. So then we go to the least surprising surprise party ever, mm-hmm. in the sense that we knew it was coming, not in the sense of what happens there. Right. There's a slideshow that includes. These are pictures Jennifer Beals took behind the scenes. What about the picture of Shane wearing her? Yeah, outfit except that that was just a screenshot. <laughs> I was like, who? Took they didn't that? even bother to like. Not they, even a little. They bit. just blew up a screenshot and made it black. They were like grayscale. And again. We don't see Jenny. We see a lot of Dana. We include, mm-hmm. in, like, we we have a picture of just Dana. Uh-huh. It's Shane's 40th birthday. Like, I know the bar is called Dana's, but, like, yeah. like they also, they should have had, I think there's one where they're in those puffy dresses, like, mm-hmm. that they had to do for, because these are all behind the scene photos that Jennifer mm-hmm. Beals took. She released a book of them later. Mm-hmm. So, except for that leather vest picture, those are all her mm-hmm. photographs of behind the scenes. 
And it is a little weird. There's there's some with Jenny in them that I've seen. I don't know why she wouldn't do them. I think this one where there's Jenny and God, maybe it's Leisha and Kate. Anyway, whatever. I'm just like trying to pretend that Jenny doesn't exist. And it's just like either do that or like right, don't yeah. do that. But it feels so weird to be like as if like Jenny was just like some random person they casually knew and not like a yeah. core member of their friend group. It's so weird. I feel like shows pick up or different shows just decide what their attitude is about death. Like, are yeah. we actually going to deal with mm. the grief? Which is, I think, why I love Six Feet Under so much because they deal with the grief and because I think all of their actors were in contracts where they would, could be come back at any time. Mm-hmm. And so if it ever made sense for someone to come back, they did. Mm-hmm. Where shows like this that film really intermittently, you never know what other jobs the actors yeah. are going to have. That wasn't, I don't know. Six Feet Under. It's a great show. You should watch it. Um, our new foursome is at Shane's party. Yeah. And Finley's drinking. A lot. She says that her drink has ice in it and that's water. So that's all the water she needs, mm-hmm. which is not a thing I mm-hmm. haven't said, <laughs> um, <coughs> but not a good, that you drink water people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sophie's Sophie, this is like, you could tell she's like a little worried about yeah. her drinking. And yeah. she's like, both of our bosses are here. Do you? Yeah. She says literally all of our bosses are here. Yeah. Cause literally all of their and bosses like, are yeah. here. You um, know who else notices all of their bosses being there is Danny. Yeah. Which is I, this is this is okay. The last the last scene, I think <laughs> I, I felt like friends. I was already like this is you know obviously like yeah. the amount that she was yelling at her boss seemed crazy, mm-hmm. but this is another level <laughs> to be invited to your boss's friend's birthday, birthday party, party and then to go up to her yeah. and be like, well, did you make a choice? Yeah, and she leans over. She reminded me of this girl who ran the business for us in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she would get so intense about stuff mm-hmm. with me, and I would just be like, um, this is a lot. And I feel like that's what I expect. First of all, I expected Danny to be. A, I fully was like, She's you know what? Go. You apologize. Yeah. Nope. Oh, no. That and, seems fine with it. Yeah. I mean, she's probably like excited because I think that when you're intimidating, people don't give you enough feedback. And so it's like you don't mm. want to discourage people from the mm-hmm. little bits of feedback they will give you. But like that is very generous with this. Yes. Which is confusing. Well. Lena is once again watching Shane. Oh Tess looks sad. Finley is doing the thing that people do. Couldn't be me when there's an open bar that's like, well, yeah. it's free, so I have to make have a bad night. Like yeah. that's like that's like the attitude, right? Like you're like, oh, it's an open bar. Yeah. So I think I want to. I think I'm going to ruin my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Which is what she ends it's up really doing. Really, what she does. Yeah. Um, and Mike is there with Hassan, the grinder hookup. Hassan stresses me out so bad. Same, but also like that's not. Don't bring your grinder <laughs> hookup to a party. Your grinder hookup was your grinder hookup, and move on. It's an open bar, Drew. Anything that's goes. That's true. Have um, we already gotten to where Shane stands on a table? She stands on a table and it's like it's my birthday or whatever. Oh. The important part of that is that fucking Lena is filming it with her goddamn iPhone. Oh yeah, that's like a fan of, yeah. of like a Shane, yeah. like a Shane fan. Yeah, it's and Tessa just standing behind her like, what are you doing? It's really embarrassing, as we've established. <laughs> yeah. Um. And Jose's also there because right. we need drama. We do. Um, so Alice and Nat start talking uh-huh. about the interview right. about Gigi. Mm-hmm. And then Gigi walks up and is very drunk. Yeah. Everyone is getting very drunk. Uh-huh. Blitzed. Um, and then Alice had some like old Hollywood vibes by the end, you know, like a like an aging oh, like, it was film great. actress yes. who's like on a downward spiral. Yeah. Ugh. God, I loved it. Same. Um, Bet gives Alice a, a preview of the LA Times cover, <laughs> which is 
Interesting. Um, I it's convenient, you know. Queer queen of queer life. That is what it says. Nice and, headline, guys. And Gigi Good is <laughs> Gigi is in the picture. <laughs> um, and I loved that. I loved this for them. I was just like, oh, they're gonna have a threesome, <laughs> and we'll see. Um, so yeah, so <clears throat> Finley ruins her life. Um, she bikes over to Rebecca's, is very drunk, uh-huh. and is like. Oh my god! I realized like you're not real a real priest. Yeah. You're not. It's not a real church, so it's all good. And Rebecca's like, "That's really hurtful." Yeah, you can tell Rebecca's had I don't know seven or eight years of therapy. Oh, yeah. Like she is knows herself. And yeah. the, but what's interesting is I had an ex like this who felt that way. Like I took her to like my mom's synagogue, which is mm-hmm. like very it's like reconstructionist, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole different type of Judaism. And it's like we like would have services like in Detroit and like a garden thing with communities. Like it was all like it was a new interpretation of old religion. Yeah. And like my ex was like didn't like it because she felt like if it wasn't like the sort of like religion to her was about a lot of it was about like rules mm. and and like what you how you could behave and how you could not behave. Mm-hmm. And like this sort of idea of like holiness and abiding by rules um, that religion without those things mm. felt like it wasn't real religion, like that it didn't have the core. And I think that makes sense for Finley here. Like when she said this, it was like, yes, I've had this conversation with someone before, like where they would like, like Max, like there's no way. Like I was like, well, I don't know. Like what if our kids are like Unitarian Universalist or something, you know, since I was like very serious about being, wanting kids to be Jewish, she was serious about wanting them to be Christian. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, that's not a real religion, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I understood this a lot. And also I think it was really clear in that moment that like Rebecca and Finley's emotional maturity is just way off. Yeah. And like, I think it's clear what Finley's saying, but I also think it's clear for Rebecca in that moment. Also just how drunk she is. Like it's just, it just feels like, Oh, we're, I'm having like a dinner party with my friends and you are biking. I mean, she doesn't even know it's a stolen bike, but (laughs) on your stolen bike, like it's just. Address the bike theft. Yeah. Someday. Someday. Maybe, probably not. Um, but I just, Finley's such a sad little puppy. And then she tells her that she loves her. I know. Which is like, read the room, man. It's really painful. It's sad. But she's probably not going to remember any and of And it's this. sad for Rebecca, too. It is. I think they could potentially work through it, but it's I don't brutal. Know. Maybe yeah. it's going to take a couple episodes. So everyone's taking shots back yeah. at the party. Karaoke by Big Frida's playing. Mm. And Hassan asks Micah how he knows so many lesbians. Mm-hmm he doesn't quite piece things together super quickly. But I also feel like a trans guy having tons of lesbian friends is so, so common. Right. But that's, but Hassan oh, has but never, never been with oh, a trans right, guy. Right, and he right, like right, isn't. Right. And so when Mike is like, oh, well, Danny and I dated. Yeah. And he's like, oh, whoa. <laughs> I, I'm serious. He stresses me out. Yeah. Well, we you learned. You have great taste in men and women. Yeah. What? We what? learned that he's an actor and he does it's improv. It's a TV show. So. Everyone's hot, man. Yeah. But he's like, does, he does improv. improv. So like yeah. that explains it all. Yeah. Um, and oh my god jose's reaction to, to him invited him to oh my god improv show. so fucking funny Ugh. tess sees lena flirting with shane again looks sad this is and shane like pushes lena's hand away mm-hmm. also the but the way lena walks over i'm like control yourself tina lena is tina lena. also um didn't she tell shane that her and tess's relationship was basically over sure isn't <laughs> It sure that's, is not. That's really a one-sided take it of hers. It sure is, yeah. Um, but, you know, the most important thing that's happening right now oh is God. that Alice <gasps> and Nat are making out while Nat makes eyes at Gigi. And then Nat says she wants Alice 
and Gigi. And right. Alice, Alice is like, you can tell me if you like her, which yeah. I was surprised by also because of like the whole, she should have like Jamie and Tasha baggage, you mm-hmm. know? But probably her and Tasha stayed together after that for a long time. Yeah. And, Tasha did go back to her at and the end. I think, I think Alice so has grown a lot. Yeah. Honestly, or maybe, like, maybe that worked it. out. No, I mean, maybe oh. the Jamie and Tasha thing worked out. Like they, mm. it did what it did for them. Mm-hmm. And then her and T- Tasha like, got back together you know because yeah. tasha came back to her at the end of yeah that episode. i also think alice just really wants to have sex with Gigi. so yeah i mean fair. we all do yeah even um, though i don't know who designed her outfit it does but it's fine it doesn't matter the point is <laughs> that, that alice like you could tell me if you want her it's so it's like it's really hot you can like feel the like excitement yeah. of like being like a couple who's like mm-hmm. we're gonna mm-hmm. this Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just like right? a really like not at all messy threesome uh-uh. with where no one has any connections to each other. It's just like really like they just found this random person and it's oh, like really just is. like really, really chill. Yep. Yeah. Um, We take a brief pause from the only thing that matters. For, <laughs> the only thing that's ever mattered in my life yeah, is this sex scene. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Micah like wants to talk to Jose. Then we go back to that and Alice and Gigi going into a side room. And they start making out with each other. Yeah, they do the taking turns thing that they always do. And then there's one part where they try a three-way kiss. Mm-hmm. A la, are you the one? Mm-hmm. And I and I respect that. Respect the attempt for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So then back to Mike and Jose. Micah says that Jose is sending mixed messages, which is fair. We still don't know what like Jose's personal thing was that right. caused him to cancel. Um, do you think it was like he had like was going to this place where you make clay pots and stuff and paint them? Maybe. Is this our reference or is this just the most no, random I'm thing you could think of? <laughs> Got it. Okay, here's another idea. Yeah. I'm just riffing here. Mm-hmm. He was, do- you know, in Greece when they raced cars at the end, mm-hmm. he was doing that. You know, I thought I was going to be like, I don't care about whatever you're about to say because we can get back to this threesome, but I do care about Greece a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, you you knew your audience. Okay, my final thing is that his yeah. vacuum broke and he had to take it to get repaired. I think he could have shared that if that was, unless he was like a lot of shame around vacuums for some reason. <laughs> I guess he could have waited till the morning. I think probably. It must um, have been the clay. So I just, I, there's a threesome going on right now. Um, it's so hot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's a Billie Eilish song playing yeah um and i i mean i wrote down like literally everyone every is horny. Detail. it's like you, everyone it's it's like it's like euphoria like everyone's just like like everyone's about to get it there's like sophie like caressing danny's side boob yes. on the dance floor um, um nat sucks on Gigi's finger that feels like a moment oh God, that's I love like it. really worth mentioning yeah. among all the different things that are happening there's two things that happen in the sex scene yeah. that i think are notable because i don't think that they've done them before on the l word mm-hmm even though they happen in threesomes and in normal sex all the time. Mm-hmm. One is this finger sucking. Mm-hmm. Although I guess that probably did happen in the L word, didn't it? I would imagine, but sometimes I think I feel like happen it's, it happened, but I mean, it. it's like, I feel like it's so like it wouldn't have stood out to me necessarily. Like this is like, I don't know. There's something very deliberate about it. Right. That's, mm-hmm. it wasn't like incidental. It wasn't like yeah. part of what happened during sex. It was like, that was the sex act that they were sharing yes. at that moment. Yeah. And then the other thing is not masturbating while watching them hook mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen that before either. No, it's also an interesting and way. And I appreciate that because I feel like that also happens in threesomes a lot. And that's never portrayed. And that's not good threesome representation. I've never had a threesome. So oh, really? I don't know. Huh. I don't know why I've had. I had You've had many a threesome. Yeah. I don't you. know why. Are you a fan? Um. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. It was fun. Have you ever had a threesome with your partner and your partner's ex who cheated on them? And you're all co-parenting together. No co-parenting. <laughs> but the other 
details? No. I mean, I haven't had like a ton of threesomes. Sure. I guess I've just had more than two. More, yeah, I've had more than two. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that they end this with that, with like with Nat masturbating while Alice and Gigi hook up. Uh-huh. I mean, not that that means anything per se, and it's not necessarily how it ended for them. But, but like, I mean, that's what everyone wanted to see, right? Sure. And Nat's a person. Well, it's like, what do you think is gonna like? Do you think that, like, do you think that this threesome is going to end with like a thruple forming? Do you think it's gonna end with like Nat and Gigi getting back together, Alice and Gigi getting together? no one being together i think it's gonna be a thruple i really want it to be a thruple i think they have a good i because i Gigi obviously misses nat and wants back yeah. in she's excited i mean uh like a three-way relationship is really complicated to sure. sort out but i think that like especially with with co-parenting it mm-hmm. could be really great for them it, it, and also because alice alice could just be like the she doesn't she doesn't have to do the kids the kid right. parts of the relationship I think it would work. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe in real life, given like on paper what's going yeah. on here, I'd be like, that's not going to work. Right. Based on like the chemistry on the show, yeah. Alice and Nat either should break up or they should bring Gigi in. Yeah. Because like they don't work <laughs> as right. a couple. But when Gigi's there, like they do seem yeah. to work. And like, what if we got more threesome sex scenes? Yeah. So Because I feel like I they were really actually, good at it. I can't like, believe it actually happened. You know how often I'm watching TV and I'm like, Threesome. Threesome. Right. It's just like it's like the best way to end any love yeah. triangle, especially when like people are queer involved. You're like, why yeah. not just have this doesn't have to be so dramatic. Just have right. everyone have sex with each other. Right. That's and, what I thought about Alice and Jamie and Tasha. Also, I was like, yeah. I find all of you incredibly attractive. Just do it. Just remove your clothing and also this happening so soon after Mrs. Fletcher, which is a show on oh, HBO yeah, that's really that good. That too. has a really amazing threesome in it. And like, I think we're in a new era. Hey, did you watch You, Me, Her, the threesome show? Mm-mm. Was it good? Yeah, it was about a guy, girl, girl threesome. Uh-huh. And it annoyed me because it was set in Portland. But obviously no one who wrote the show was actually in Portland because mm-hmm. I was like the poly community, quote unquote, that these people are a part of mm-hmm. in the show is not accurate. Mm. Like, but um, it's interesting. It's like an interesting show because you don't really see people. I mean, those relationships exist and people don't talk about it. Yeah. And I don't know, in this modern era when everyone is so busy all the time, maybe it's better. Maybe we should all be looking for two girlfriends instead of one. You know, maybe. I mean, I also just think like the the like film and TV possibilities of like a queer, um, like Couple. well, yeah, and also just like a queer love triangle. I just feel like so often it's like we watch so much queer mm-hmm. media that we don't think about it. This like, well, maybe we. I mean, we do think about it a lot, but like, I don't know. Like when like Hollywood's so homophobic that they're missing out on so many opportunities <laughs> of just having like like mainstream style like rom-coms uh-huh. if it's queer you can have so many more possibilities because right. the thing about a love triangle it's like in twilight for example yeah. there was Kristen stewart and then there was the wolf boy and the yeah. uh the robert sure. what's his right. name yeah the vampire and the yeah. wolf that was, and, and they couldn't stewart. have had a thruple right because the wolf boy and the vampire imagine how much more interesting twilight would be if like also <laughs> like edward and the wolf right also i uh like Jacob. Okay. Jacob. I believe you. Yes. If Edward and Jacob like also had tension. Yeah. And they were like, it was like, why, where is right. this going to end? Ends in a threesome. It always in a threesome. But it's also like, I, so anyway, I, I agree with you. And I think that um, it would be really interesting. And who knows? Maybe, I maybe this show will get into that. Hopefully. So then we go to Tess confronting Lena. 
And Lena lies. And then Tess is like. Tess's line is perfect. I don't know exactly what the line I is. Do. But she, okay, great. I didn't write it down because I, I, by the way, I haven't had any notes this whole time. It's impressive. all from memory. It's because I've been writing the recap today. Right. <clears throat> I may have repeated some statements, but yeah. I only have one opinion. I'm only one person. Yeah. I can only do so much for the world. It's true. <gasps> What's the line? Because uh, I have like a vague. That. It is when you look back on our relationship. I want you to remember that it was not the infidelity that ended us. It was this moment. It's so good. Oh my God. It was devastating. And like, I don't think that Lena was going to tell her, but I think that line was so good that out of respect for her artistry, Mm -hmm. she had to say like, I'm sorry. And then, and it was so like, own it, bitch. Like you said, you, you're allegedly over your fucking girlfriend. Like, own it. You fucked up. Don't don't like touch no. her and be like, I'm so sorry. No, no, you want to break up. Yeah, don't don't awful. play with this. It's also, awful. Also, I won't like get into this again too much, but I was thinking throughout this scene that like, yeah. it's a pretty basic storyline that would be so much more interesting if we were acknowledging Tess's transness and yeah. how that factors into this. Like yes. it would be it just would be like and this is why like representation. Even though when things, we when what? we saw the pilot or when we saw the first two episodes together, you were like. I am going to be so mad if the trans girl is the one who gets cheated on. With, well, and that it's Shane. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Which I do. But I but it, I, I wish this wasn't happening. But yeah. if it's happening, it would be more interesting mm-hmm. if it was like if we were able to dive into like the specific hurt that that would maybe cause. Right. And I just think like when I think about representation so often, it's like, oh, this would just make it better. Like, oh, this would just like not it's not just about inclusivity. It's also about like your script is more interesting, the more specific it is. And so like if we were able to after this episode, like know that we were going to dive into like God. Tess's complicated feelings about like, about maybe like inadequacy around. I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe this is exactly the sort of thing Jamie Clayton doesn't want to play um, and they don't want to get into, but it's just so interesting. Um, and then uh, they're bringing. Wait, are we done? Is the threesome over already? The threesome ended. We can Do keep we talking about it. Do we want to talk about it? About it? I want to say that everybody's um, the lighting was nice. Mm-hmm. There was like a lot of hands down pants, mm-hmm. hands up shirts, hands everywhere. Everyone was like, I just think everyone in that scene deserves a Pulitzer prize. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> it felt really specific. And like we, I like knew what they were doing at yeah. all times, which is nice because it's not always that way. I mean, it's certainly not that way in most like queer sex scenes yeah. across media, but even on the L word, it's not always like that. So yeah. it's really nice that we like got to, See, you know, like from a from a like you know artistic standpoint, you know. <laughs> yeah, I thought um, it, artistically it was a really bold, creative choice also, that really transcended genre into new <laughs> areas of. Yeah. You also you mentioned this, but like when we cut to Sophie and Danny dancing, it's yeah, great. Yeah, and it like yeah. So there's really everyone is really hot, and it's uh-huh. it's good. It's a good scene. I wonder how I wonder if Hassan ended up going to get pizza with someone or something. I think he probably is fine. You seem to just sort of be. Yeah, there were a lot of men at that party. There were a decent amount of men. There were a lot of extras for that scene. Yeah. Um, it, w- uh, it would have been, it was, here's people who should have been at the party, though. Okay. As well as she doesn't change Just Move Back to LA. So when someone just moves back to LA, that's your, then you can reinvite old friends you haven't seen in a long time, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Here's who should have been there um, Tasha, mm-hmm. Helena. Well, we don't know how Tasha and Alice ended. Helena's oh, in England right. because of her text message. I feel like people say I'm in the UK. Yeah, I don't think she would have said, like, good morning from England or whatever she said. <laughs> that was exposition. Okay, um, Gabby DeVoe. Maybe. Eileen Shaken. Definitely. Whitney Mixter. Um, I think 
not Ellen, but Portia. Mm-hmm. I think. Does Ellen Saint exist Vincent? In yeah, Saint Vincent would be there for sure. Tegan and Sarah would be there. I think there'd be a lot of famous people if Shane, if they're who they are. Like, I think there'd be a lot of famous people there. But like, I'm glad that this moment focused on the threesome and not on like, yeah. oh wow, there's a Honestly, guest star. If Gloria it had Steinem's been, like, there, you know, a I don't lot know. of threesome, like more threesome. It would not. I mean, there was a lot. There was a lot. I mean, also everyone just has like normal, not normal, but I mean, I feel like people have more just like everyone's bodies are just their bodies that's what i've always liked about the l word mm-hmm. you know i think one of my main complaints about this sh- this reboot is that everyone is still so thin um but i did like everyone just like being sexy and that's sexy it was like genuinely really hot it was great yeah. it was really great um and alice's hair looks insane afterwards i know i loved it with her little glass she's like yeah oh, they just like what look like stroll, a cat stroll back in as the cake is coming out yeah they're being very shane today cake. yeah it says you're still looking it has like a little arrow yeah which is, that's that's cute um and then the episode ends with kiara showing up and i just wrote side boob i uh, and i just said kiara is young and hot yeah she sure is Shane looks unhappy. Yeah. I guess we'll find out more. But it's... She's like, happy birthday. She should have come out of a cake. That would have been... I don't know. Do you want your ex to pop out of a cake? That's more like a nightmare (laughs) than like a fun, flirty Uh, thing. uh, I think I have one ex I wouldn't mind popping out of a cake. The rest of them, I'd stay out of the cake. Yeah. But I do think like it would have been cool if she'd come in on like a float or in a cake or with a band or something like that. Wow. Or a mar- like a whole marching band. Wow. And she would have been like, happy birthday, Shane. Da, 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 da. And everyone would have been like, oh my God, we love you. And then they would have been like, we're still going to get divorced. That sounds like a great and then Shay would, And then they'd open the back door and Shay's lying on the ground in a flannel shirt all bundled up in the rain. Oh, it's I thought you were going to say that, that Shay was dead. And I was like, oh I'm not going to kill anyone else. No, I'm not going to kill anyone else. I'm not going to kill that poor little Canadian boy. <laughs> He's like a grown man now. <laughs> I know he is. Right. God, what's that actor? Up I to? don't know. What if he came back and like tried to steal Sh- Angie away from Jordy? Wow, I think they should hire you to write. Right? I don't think anyone who writes the show is still listening to the podcast at this point in the episode. But if they are, I'd like to remind you that if anyone besides me writes a Generation Q Christmas episode, I think everyone's going to feel a little bit sad that it wasn't me. I know I'll feel sad unless it was like Lena Waithe or something, you know? Sure. So, um, I guess. That's, that's, uh, the that's the episode. episode. Yeah. What do you think of this episode? I thought I'm so confused about Danny. Okay. I loved the threesome. Mm-hmm. I did feel like there was more shit happened. Like we're finally picking up the pace a little, I a like, little bit. I feel like this episode was bad in ways that made me scream and good yeah. in ways that made me scream. And that's all I'm really wanting here. You know, right? like, I felt like it reminded me of the original series in that way where mm-hmm. there were things that I was like, this is insane. And then there were things where I was like, oh my God, this is insane. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so I was a fan. What do you want to see happen? More threesomes. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they just keep. Well, so at first they thought, I thought Micah and Jose and the improv guy were going to have a threesome. And then once he started talking about improv, I knew that wasn't happening. <laughs> Even though I do know a lot of people who are in improv and have had threesomes, but that's a whole <laughs> other thing to unpack some other day. Um, There's a lot of great improv. Is there? 
No, there is there is great improv. It's sure. just it's a joke. It's improv is like just it's because everyone is doing it. Everyone yeah. has an improv show coming. No, I mean up. I have a lot of friends who do improv. Yeah. Well, the ones who are good are are doing like lots of other things now too. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean I can get behind more threesomes. And um, we didn't see, which is fair because it was like a very like everyone was drunk episode and everyone was having affairs and having sex and whatever. But it's been a while since we checked in on Angie and Jordy. Yeah, it's been an episode. It has been. So Jordy and Angie are probably at home like watching the Elbert Generation Q and vaping. They're probably at home watching. What do you think they would be watching? Euphoria. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's what I want for them. I hope that this whole time that Beth's been out and about getting yelled at by Danny in different <laughs> venues that um, Angie and Jordy were at home cuddled up watching Binge Euphoria. watching the first season of Euphoria. Yeah, and being like, do you want to do mushrooms together? Yeah. And I'm like, girls, don't do it. I did mushrooms on my birthday last week. How was it? It was really fun. I mean, oh, I've yeah? done it before, but it was like it was a really, really nice day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had good and bad experiences, but it's been a million years. Mm. So I'm elderly now. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You can't do What's the age cutoff when you have to stop doing mushrooms? Um, I don't know. I guess it's when you don't want to. You're trying to limit how much you embarrass yourself as you mm. age, I think. Mm-hmm. Sure. Or else Danny's going to yell at you. Oh, my God. Um. Well. Hey, socials. Um, oh, sorry. To Ellen back on Instagram and Twitter. I'm AutoWin. My website is AutoStraddle. I am uh, on Instagram and Twitter at draw underscore Gregory. You have to say a keyword. We do have to say a keyword. And you know, I prepped one today, oh, but then I did? forgot it because I flew on a plane for many hours. So I have to think again. Um, you ready? Three, two, one. Quintet. Quarrel. I didn't, I didn't say it at the same time. You didn't say you. it at the same time. No, I, think I, I waited. Okay. I wanted to hear what you were saying. I didn't, I didn't want to talk over you. <laughs> but that's the game. Yeah. I said quarrel. I said quintet. Okay. That's a big word. I mean, it's not. I think what it's is only, that? That's five people playing violins. Yeah. I think that's the. Well, I don't think they have to be playing violins. Um, <laughs> By cellos. Sure. Violas. Um, yeah. Or like maybe that's where we could, you know, like the, our generation think? Q can live up to Are You the One and maybe we can go from threesome to five some. Throw throw Sophie and Danny from the dance floor into that side room with Matt, Gigi, and Alice. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god, that's inappropriate. He, oh, I guess. Yeah. I mean, do you think gonna, I hope they don't murder anyone next episode? I think we've covered a, the death. It's just been a lot of carnage this season I so think, far. I think I think we're done with the death, right? I don't know. I hope no more death, more threesomes, less death. Yeah. Bet Porter 2020. Yeah, more strap-ons. Also, yeah, didn't have any. Nope. So gotta bring, gotta bring your strap. God, on I would eat the fuck to... out of that cake right now, out of Shane's cake. It's not what I thought you were gonna say. You're gonna eat the fuck out of, but um, <laughs> so many things to eat at Shane's 40th birthday party. Summer sausage. Oh, Finley already ate it. Well, I guess that's the show. There you go. Bye, guys. That's it. Thank you so much for joining me. Thinking, writing, thinking, scheming. This is the way. It's the way.